enjoying or even engaging in somebody else's trauma and like the thing is that's that's what freaks me out the most is that how many times could i have unknowingly been yes engaging in somebody else's trauma I'm Justine and I'm Nanchi and you're listening to Bangers and Nyash. We're two brown girls navigating around the world of sex and sexuality. And although we stay educated, we by no means are experts in sex and sexuality. But we're here to keep ourselves informed while keeping you informed. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the joyride. So on this week's episode of Bangers and Yash, we're going to get into the dark side of sexuality of it, and we're going to speak about unethical pornography. It's a subject that kind of makes me uncomfortable, I'm going to be honest, like... Mm. Because I think so much about sexuality is shame. And this is yeah. like a huge part of... Of that shame. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Where so, my shame around pornography comes from. Mm, so I think it's best we first define what it actually means for it to be unethical. Mm. So for me, anything that doesn't involve consent has minors. Yeah. Makes... Is, is predatory in any way. Um, <clears throat> anything that... Um, that uses things like like bestiality or yes or or necrophilia, necrophilia. Mm-hmm. Mm. i think that for me is is what is unethical porn mm. in 2020 an article in the guardian came out about Pornhub, and i think 2020 actually was a very huge year where people actually came to discuss mm. what exactly is unethical porn and and how has it been used um, especially because we were sitting at home yeah i think this is the first time i was also confronted with sort of the the exact unethical Mm. things that were happening behind the scenes at pornhub and like Mm. in in the porn industry in general yeah and that's when an online petition accusing pornhub from profiting from videos of rape and sexual assault um was released in the uk and it had over three hundred fifty thousand signatures mm. um of people claiming that they they no longer want to support pornhub because of this and there were there were several trends on twitter as well on social media just asking people to boycott pornhub so pornhub was one of the most accessible um porn sites in the world with over 42 billion visits in 2019 alone that's and a wild statistic it's a very wild statistic it's a very, very wild statistic, especially because when you think about the type of content that there is on Pornhub, like, yes. how do you, and you can't regulate it. There's no means to wow. regulate it. So um, this isn't the first time that Pornhub has been challenged. Um, they've actually been accused multiple times from puppeting off of videos of rape and sexual violence. And um, one of the most noticeable is in October of 2019 when a 15-year-old girl went missing in Florida and was found after videos of her being raped were uploaded to Pornhub, amongst many other sites. Um, But once again, Pornhub struggled to remove it, allegedly. Pornhub removed the video only once it had been reported 
um, that the man who was in the video had been accused of statutory rape in connection with the case that is currently still awaiting trial in 2021. I think that when when we read that st- that story, I was it's quite shocking. Like we hear we hear these stories mm. all the time, but it's so shocking to hear that sites that we're interacting with mm. and that we're using to um, build our sexuality mm, is and harming pleasure. and and completely um prolonging a traumatic experience for someone and this is not mm. the only story that i've heard of people's rapes or assaults being put on pornhub mm. and one of the things that that also makes pornhub such a, a, a very extreme case is that one of the most popular categories on pornhub is teen yes people love that whole that teen that young woman um, it's it's very prevalent on Pornhub, mm. and that being one of the most prevalent and things like this happening, it, it shows you that there is a connection between, between yes. the content that they're producing and the need for it, and it being um explo- well them in turn exploiting young women on Pornhub, you know, mm. Mm. Um, and the fact that like you said, this isn't the first case. Mm. It's really not, not the first case, mm. and it's not the last either. I mean, Pornhub one of their service providers was a site called girls do porn and that company um which has been featured on pornhub for years offers first time or like virginal experiences and um later in 2019 it was found that this company had actually been using women that were underage and um they were being dishonest and they had been abusing women the men who ran Girls Do Porn were found liable in the civil cases and two of them are currently in custody and one of them has been um, faced with charges of sex trafficking and another, a third party, has fled the US and is now a fugitive, you know? So these, even their service providers, they mm. don't follow mm. a sense of ethics. So how is Pornhub as a company going to be ethical if the people yeah. they associate with aren't. That's a very yeah. good point. If, if Pornhub is associating with people who are being accused of such heinous like crimes to be abusing and, and being dishonest to minors, especially mm. around first-time sexual experiences. Pornhub is synonymous with porn, with sexuality, mm. with, you know. Like, it's been embraced by by, by society. society. Yeah. Like, we've seen Pornhub's advertising campaigns even because they can. We know who Pornhub is. Yeah. They've been very smart. And um, one of the ways that they've been smart is that they've actually argued consistently that the, they have freedom of expression backing them and behind them and that all of the fantasies that they they sell on Pornhub are exactly that they're just fantasies and they are enacted by consenting adults you know but at the same time they they've obviously uploaded and had access to young teens and they do things such as like stealing snapchats of people drunk and Mm. stuff and just placing it as like oh no it's just a fantasy you Mm. know but it's not a fantasy this is somebody's real life this Mm. is their reality Mm. and the problem is is that once Pornhub uploads they start to blur the lines between reality and what is actually a fantasy definitely because now people are watching this porn thinking that they can enact those fantasies in real life yeah and because of, I think because of the accessibility of Pornhub and the acceptance of it in, in our society, we have to be cognizant of the fact that even though we are allowed to have fantasies, those fantasies shouldn't um, harm other people. Mm. And 
if there is some kind of uncomfortability within the fantasy, it should be consensual. Yeah. And like, obviously there's a distance between my fantasy and the porn that I'm watching. But yeah. that means that, that that still doesn't mean that I should be watching something that the people within the video don't consent to. Mm. And it's very important that we, even in our fantasies, promote consent. consent. Yeah. But, and then also my thing is that because it's a site like Pornhub, it is a trusted site and we are only knowing this from an educated perspective. Mm. How mm. do you, as a regular consumer who may not be actually doing the research, Definitely. how do you start to engage with it and know for a fact that, okay, cool, this person is consented because Pornhub and sites like Pornhub and a lot of their service providers, what they do is that they, they create this very warped reality. Obviously, it's a fantasy, mm. but it's a warped mm. reality where it's like, oh no, I don't want it. I don't. No, no, no. Yes. But you still want, you know, it's that very, mm. very weird promotes, line that they blur. Yeah, it promotes the blurring of the line between consent. fantasy and consent and, yeah. and sort of what role playing. The, 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 yeah the kind of place that role playing has in in sexual fantasies mm. and how role playing is also it also requires consent yeah definitely you know you can't you're enacting something and you're feeling out a fantasy mm. but that doesn't necessarily mean that you both m- must um push it like rem- maintain boundaries yeah even when you're maybe feeling uncomfortable mm. and i think you know, I've never thought about it until this very moment, and perhaps I'm wrong, and please do correct me if I am. Sure. But maybe that's why Pornhub and, like, porn actually enforces this overacting. I've never watched Pornhub where the acting looks genuine. I think that's are you, are you they, trying to suggest that, like... Perhaps they use that overacting as a means to create that fantasy, so you know that oh, it's yeah, not definitely. reality. Yeah, definitely. Right? But, I, but I think that that's not the way that the human... Mind, mind works. works yeah exactly like, just because you are overacting doesn't mean that my brain doesn't associate it with reality yeah now. like doesn't doesn't now associate those things that i'm seeing in porn with my own sexual experiences and mm. doesn't place those own expectations on my partner or do you, you know what i mean yeah, like definitely so in 2015 the house of representatives of utah and um, became the first legislative body in the u.s to pass a resolution declaring pornography a public health hazard leading to a broad spectrum of individual and public health impacts and societal harms. So basically, after 40 years of peer-reviewed research, scholars said with confidence that porn is an industrial product that shapes how we think about gender, sexuality, relationships, intimacy, sexual violence, and gender equality for the worse. So because porn is free and it's unfiltered, um, the average age of the first purse of first viewing of porn is estimated to be at the age of eleven. So you're still technically your cognitive ability isn't even like, no, not it's definitely yet. not. It's you're definitely still not. you're still developing, and in the absence of a comprehensive sex education curriculum in many schools, pornography has become the the factor from which people learn their sexual education from. This is definitely my experience of sexuality and mm. learning about sex and. I mean, I probably started watching porn around that age, around mm. 11. Um, and definitely it taught me more about sex or what I perceive to be sex than the education system that I went through. Definitely. You know? Definitely. And the problem is, though, is that 
because porn in itself can be so violent, yeah. you're learning sex violently. Yes. As opposed to learning sex in a um in a very like controlled, okay, cool, this is what's normal, this isn't what's mm, normal, you mm, know. Mm. Um and I think obviously we'll speak about it later on our next episode, which will be on ethical pornography. Um but you're not learning how to navigate correctly around sex. No, definitely you're not. Learning it's, it's not it's not normal in any way. Yeah, because now you're learning about women as objects. Because like we were speaking about earlier, I mean, these are these are young people, I mean these are young women that are now um they they're doing that whole act of like, oh no, I don't want mm, you know. Yeah. I mean now you as a young person, I'm gonna say person because I don't want to just limit it to men because I feel like it's it's very broad definitely on the spectrum of sexuality with what happens where you now do not understand consent because yeah. like we said like from a young age you're being prepped and primed to understand sexuality or sex rather as something that you are entitled to mm. as opposed to something mm. that um you you grow into or you learn and you hear a lot of the time when people are uh well rather when men are sexual than their predators mm. that is something they feel they're entitled to yes you know because that is how they, their brains now function because like you said your cognitive ability you're mm. still developing Definitely. you're still learning to mm. understand so now that is where your understanding comes from it comes from this violent place of sex and sexuality you know and i think it's very it's very triggering it's very very triggering. it is i th- i think that porn as as something through which you learned about your own sexuality is not the preferred way to learn about your sexuality and not the preferred way to learn about at least the basics of sex and the basics mm. of healthy consensual sex. Yeah. You know, I, th- I think that porn, like you said, is very violent and mm. also places so many expectations on sexual encounters, mm. um, especially... I mean, I'm I'm speaking definitely as a cishet woman yes. for most of my life. You know, that's how I grew up and that's how I identified for a lot of years. But it definitely placed so many expectations on me as a woman and the way that I believed I had to perform. Yes. You know, it's it's like what we were saying earlier about, yes, sex is overacted and yet, uh, um, porn is overacted. But you as a preteen or as mm. a teenage person are not um cognitively developed enough to be able to discern or like distinguish between mm. porn and reality because yeah. for a lot of people porn is the way that they discover sex yeah they haven't had sex yet and that's their mm. first or like for me and like a lot of the people around me um and so i think it becomes then hard to distinct like to separate the two Mm. and then that places so many so many different expectations on you as a person Mm. that don't fit the reality of sex yeah and i think and this is this is such a strange thought to have currently but even the way they say that they they have systems in place to moderate and make sure the people who are moderating and the people that are Mm. making sure Mm. are they themselves sexually educated enough to know the difference Like, who is actually, who is, as to quote Oprah, who's having that conversation? Who is having that conversation? Because these people are the same people that are condoning 
that are putting up videos and allowing videos to like to come the, up. The, mm. the filters that you have in place are clearly not good enough mm. what are the filters and if they're human beings they need to be educated better clearly yeah and also the problem is is that they themselves do very little for sexual education i mean the yes. first thing you see when you actually open up a page like pornhub's page is like we we're speaking about earlier that teen porn mm. that young woman porn mm. that is what they know sells i remember i think it was three years ago reading an article about how the incest porn is yes. one of the most popular categories across porn yes Hub. i would say that anytime i open like porn hub or have open porn hub mm. incest porn and teen porn are like the top categories the top things that show up on that first page and those are those are general pages i don't know about you i don't have an account no i so definitely don't have a account that's premium for me that's, you know? a, that's the page that they want me to see when i mm. open Pornhub, which means that that's what people are clicking on the most i mean from my understanding that's how that works is that yeah like, that it's the most popular yes like and that's the thing with Pornhub. it's not just the most popular it's it's, it's a range of categories about mm. popularity mm. but all of them still circulate around these ideas of teens and like ancestral mm. porn and it's very it's it's very dark to have to navigate through those because already it's kind of like what message are you guys trying to convey as a site like mm. what is porn hub's intention and that kind of brings me to revenge porn because mm. that is with teen porn comes revenge porn yeah. which is essentially when a perpetrator posts um sexually explicit photos of like their victims like a former girlfriend a former partner former boyfriend without their consent um and usually it's done to blackmail or even sometimes make money off of it because of things like Pornhub they Mm. give you Mm. access to make money off yeah if you have an account yeah you can paid content yeah it's paid content and now so things like Pornhub they don't stop you from uploading no, you upload and then they deal with the consequences i think that's also a huge issue it's the after effect as opposed yeah. to yeah. shouldn't it be done before shouldn't all of these processes be done before shouldn't yeah. you get written consent from the people that are involved in this pornography beforehand to make sure mm-hmm. because the irresponsibility should it shouldn't be a reaction yes it that's what I, be, that's yeah that's what i was i was literally just thinking that all of that Pornhub is and, and a lot of porn sites rely on the consumer to monitor the content. Yes. To be the moderators of the content. But clearly, the content that you're putting out and the content, content that you're allowing on your sites is skewing your consumer into a different direction. You're relying on your consumer who is now biased, clearly, mm. to moderate your content. Mm. And that's not, it's not a good way to keep the content mm. ethical. And how Pornhub doesn't, from my understanding, you they don't even monitor from an entry point. Have you ever had to click to say you're over the age of 18? No. And entering? Cause that's I've a never. very good point. I have never, ever had to do that ever on Pornhub. I've never like, had to confirm since, my age. Since I learned what Pornhub was. I've never. Even, and I started watching Pornhub as a minor. Mm. You've, I've never had to confirm that I'm not a minor. And you have to do that for alcohol brands. Like, yes. how would you have to do it for an alcohol brand, but you don't have to do it for a site like Pornhub? And I, I don't think it's our intention to actually single out Pornhub. I think it's just the they, most... They're the biggest... They, they, I think, from my understanding, like Pornhub is one of the biggest porn sites. Mm. And one of the most um, 
popular in air quotes like it's the most yeah. visited i mean the, it gets billions 42 billion views. like views mm. and i can only imagine how much that would have escalated over things like lockdown yes where you you don't have access to much entertainment and the entertainment you do have access to it's not necessarily the greatest but mm. like something like Pornhub will keep you entertained mm. you know mm. and i think that's one of the issues is that like like we said everything is reactionary and not um, proactive and proactive mm, yeah mm. so like when now you as a young person are going on Pornhub you don't know what you're looking for I mean no you if, don't if you don't mind me sharing like even the one time you accidentally found necrophilia I remember yes like, because so that's also the thing about porn is that it, it is so easy to go into something that you have no idea what's going on. Like, mm. and I was a 20 something year old person. When yeah. I discovered this. Like this was not, I wasn't a teenager. I wasn't just like, I was innocently searching something that had nothing to do with pornography. It was negrophilia. Yes. It, it was an academic term. <laughs> it was an like, academic term. It was an academic term. And I clicked on this thing and saw an entire site that had to do with necrophilia mm. and that was like traumatic for me like the image is currently playing in my head and i'm scared like it wasn't yeah. cute and mm. I, I couldn't watch porn for long for like a few months after that because i was like i keep having that flashback so if it's that easy for me and i like i know a few parents who've complained about the accessibility Mm. of things like porn and limited the internet access but mm. this was like what five six years ago mm. and how do you limit internet access so let's go out of websites now and go on something as simple as twitter exactly you can still exactly. access that stuff exactly. on twitter yeah twitter also has no it's like how people had issues with tumblr for the same thing yes like there are still these sub sites where you still have all this accessibility mm. where you as a minor you can just go down mm. a rabbit hole mm. until until you get to the darkest point or mm. the darkest place possible. Mm. And know? I don't want anyone to get us wrong. Like we're not, we're definitely not saying that watching porn is unethical or yeah, watching it's really porn. Not. It's really is not. Like I enjoy watching porn. I love watching porn, and I just want to do it in a way that is safe and consensual and ethical, both mm. for me and for the people I'm watching. Yeah, definitely. And I think that's that's a really important like. I don't want to feel I have gotten over the shame of watching porn. Yeah. Just in general. I don't want to go back to a place of shame because I'm engaging with a site or brand mm. that is clearly being unethical and clearly abusing and harming the people that I'm watching. Yeah, definitely. And that's the issue is that, um, I, I personally, I love watching porn. I, mm. I have no issues with porn. I enjoy it very much. So, but like you said, I don't want to consume something, like you said, that lacks consent for somebody else. Yeah. Um, because it, it makes me think back to like my personal experiences. Exactly. And now if I'm enjoying or even engaging in somebody else's trauma, and like the thing is that's, that's what freaks me out the most is that how many times could I have unknowingly been yes. engaging in somebody yes. else's trauma? Yeah. Because like we spoke about um, with the one of Pornhub's um service providers girls do porn like these women were being trafficked 
Like, mm. there's, like, you're not always going to be able to tell that somebody's mm. being trafficked. And I think mm. about those, those silly things that they have on, like, Pornhub where it's, like, called, like, a cash cab or, like, all of those weird yes. categories and stuff like that where you can't really actually tell somebody's mindset because it's made to look like this person is supposed to be acting some kind of way. But how do you know that they actually are acting some kind of way? It's very, it's very blurry. It's mm. very, very blurry. Mm. And I think that's what really freaks me out the most is the fact that because it's so blurry, you don't know until it's mm. too late. Mm. Like when you read these stories about somebody being like this and like that person ended up suicidal, ended up trending, like it's very traumatic. Mm. Especially with things like revenge porn. Like I remember on Twitter, there was a moment where um, a woman was a car guard or some not mm-hmm. a car guard, pardon me, a prison guard. And she had had sex with one of the inmates and then she ended up on Twitter and it was unconsensual. And then she ended up suicidal and she ended up committing suicide off of this, this intimate moment mm. that had been made public. Mm. And I just remember it's still circulating after her death. It just continued to circulate after what? her death and it carried on. And that type of like, responsibility that people have mm. as consumers mm. where like take this person's now dead and you're still watching this yeah clearly like, as consumers know, we cannot be trusted we can't you know so how do you as a site miss that overlight mm. that oversight mm. that like your consumer isn't always the smartest person like and perhaps they actually take advantage of the fact that they know that their consumer is not always the smartest person yeah you know so in my like everyday life now um i think it's been hard to consume. Mm. Like the more I know, the more I'm almost very turned off by it. And like, as much as I, I try other sites, like, like we said, they're not as accessible as Pornhub. They're not. You don't have to do anything for Pornhub. And they're not as big as Pornhub. Pornhub, Mm. if we're being honest, is one of the biggest porn sites Mm. and has the most amount of range. Definitely. Um, and I think, like just going on what you said about it makes it knowing all this information makes it difficult. I remember in like during lockdown when all that stuff came out about Pornhub and I was reading about it on Twitter. I couldn't. I didn't. I only started watching Pornhub probably again this year mm. from that thing. And like now that I've done the research and like mm. seen the stuff, I think I'm done for good because I yeah. just think. Or, and I, I also th- I also think we need to have a conversation and not right now because y'all ain't ready for that. <laughs> but like we need to have a conversation about whether we're engaging with Pornhub as a site or whether we're completely cancelling it. Or, like yeah. cancelling it in air quotes. Like if we're completely letting it sort out its stuff. Yeah. Or if we're engaging with it in an ethical way. And mm. I wonder, like, I'm asking the question if, if there is even an ethical, an ethical way, way to engage yeah. with Pornhub knowing all this stuff. I don't, like, I don't think there's an ethical way to consume Pornhub. Okay. I personally don't. I, I've, tr- because I've actively tried. Yeah. I've actively gone out of my yeah. way to try and find mm. even service providers and things like that on the site mm-hmm. that would be um, more ethical than the rest. But mm-hmm. I do not think you can regulate that. And, yeah. um, and that's why, like, for me personally, that's how I ended up on very French places like Chatroulette or, you know, but even yeah. that, it, it comes with potentials, potential Ethic- issues ethical. and ethical issues, mm. you know, because you never actually know what you're watching until it's too late because it's Chatroulette. It's literally yeah. a game, you know? So, um, 
leaving for me personally when I chose to stop watching like porn on Pornhub I I found myself like I said looking for other things but I, I don't know it just it made me so cautious of everything I was consuming suddenly. Definitely. Because now I was like, okay, cool. As much as that's supposed to be ethical. And also a lack, and I hate to use this term, a lack the same production value that a lot of the, the places on Pornhub have. I understand, yeah. Where the quality that they've chosen mm. to create this porn in is very great. Mm. Like, because for me, that's, and I know it sounds that's, very weird. But because yeah, that's definitely who watches top. porn thinking like... No, yeah, I, I need it to be HD quality. Okay, you know? I mean, I don't need it to be HD quality, but I need to be able to see the things that I want to see. see. You know, that's at least you yeah. know, because like that was my thing. I was like, I can't go back to it being like you know those little cartoons you'd see on your phone. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can make it us laughing, judging us. Yeah, I get what you. I but yeah, what like it's saying. just one of those things where, like, for me personally, like trying to to find that hasn't worked out. So mm. now I've just found different means of pornography. Like I found like reading things are sometimes really great. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes I really like that. Like okay, cool. Like what are we engaging in? You know. Wow. <laughs> wow. Because <laughs> like the thing is, is that also trying to find um I don't know just like good content is horribly hard yeah it's horribly horribly hard so i mean my way of doing it like the way that i've been watching or using pornhub is to watch mostly amateur stuff yeah stuff that is like made by the person i'm watching Mm. i try and do that but like you said, it's it's almost like I don't know that that person is sitting in the front exactly. of the computer up- uploading that thing. Mm, because that's the thing. The the amateur stuff is the stuff that's being funded. Like exactly. that's where the money is. I exactly. mean, there's money. There's always an issue. Definitely. There's always corruption. So there's always an ethical issue mm. being. Mm. Oh God, I hate capitalism. I. Uh, I Honestly. hate capitalism. It Honestly. all boils down to capitalism and the fact that we live <laughs> in a society. The society we live in, this it's capitalism not okay. is not okay. Like, it's really not okay. No. So, in conclusion, how do you think that the future of porn would look if it were, if it were ethical? Entirely ethical for sites like Pornhub and YouPorn. And I really have no idea mm. i'm gonna say super honestly i mm. don't know what that looks like i don't think i have even imagined a world i mean there are some sites and some stuff that really do try and we'll mm. talk about those later yeah but i don't know if there's any going back but i think that we as consumers can do more to sort of stay away from that stuff and try and be more consensual with ourselves in ourselves but i also think that that's not really the bigger answer to your question yeah. because it's not we didn't create this industry yeah we're definitely funding it definitely, definitely. we're funding it and that's why we definitely. need to like pull our funding mm. but they have created an industry based on their ethics and that's their problem and they should answer to it definitely like for me, when I think about it, I, I want to take it entirely out of the, as much as we as consumers do have responsibility, mm. but it's the same way Facebook's privacy laws, um, they shouldn't be our issue. They should be Definitely. Facebook dealing with yeah. the eternity. Yeah. So I think the same should be applied to porn where Pornhub 
or YouPorn and all of these larger sites, mm. actually they themselves choose to regulate um, what they have on them. And I think the only way they can actually truly regulate it in a way that's correct and ethical is by them to be cons- like producing, like mass producing their own things without having these third party consumers. I mean, these third party um companies vendors almost mm. yeah coming in and bringing their own content in. and i understand that things like pornhub are supposed to work similarly to youtube but the issue with that is that you cannot regulate that there's way too much co- content coming in on a regular basis for them mm. to be able to regulate that and i i do think that like if they took the responsibility themselves and solely did it themselves it would clear out that third party confusion that they now have to deal with consistently, which is things that are coming in from other people like revenge porn or like this, this, um, this unconsented sex that like is consistently being placed on support her because, um, it's years worth of content that they're just consistently like every single day. I'm not too sure how much is being uploaded on a daily basis, but obviously it's more than enough for them to actually have all of these loopholes in it, mm. you know? So I think that for me would be how they begin to create ethical and sustainable pornography. Don't you think that that's too much to ask? And I'm not saying that mm. in a completely like, yes, definitely. I agree with you. Yeah. Completely 110%. Mm. But they haven't done that. Yeah, definitely. And like, it's, it's the same, it's the same as companies like Facebook. Yeah. It's like Instagram, like these, mm. all of these social, like even YouTube, you know, you said, mm. you said that Pornhub is like YouTube. YouTube can't even regulate the content that's on there. Definitely. Um, Twitter struggles to do it, but they're the most, one of the most progressive in terms of doing it. But like Facebook doesn't do it, Mm-mm. you know? So I think mm. we must be honest with ourselves and say that we live in an unregulated internet age. Yeah. And that is extremely dangerous but also it has its benefits yeah definitely so i don't know what like what we're gonna do that's why Mm. i said i don't know because it's like yes we definitely need them to regulate their stuff and definitely you guys need to do better but they're not yeah but it's also for me it's it's like uber and bolt Mm -hmm. you go on uber and bolt and you use it um but it's not Uber. That's mm-hmm. it's not an Uber vehicle. Mm, it's mm, it's mm. somebody it's else. It's a third, a third party. party mm-hmm. You know? And that's where all of the safety issues now come in because people have bound ways around the fact mm. that it's a third party. They mm-hmm. can get away with things, mm-hmm. you know. So that's why as much as yes, it is a lot to ask for Pornhub to be like, okay, cool, we are producing now. Like we mm-hmm. are the ones who are creating porn. We are bringing you this. Because Pornhub is not an HBO, it's not a Hulu. It's mm-hmm. not like it's not a network. Mm. It is a, a, it's a hub. Literally, it's a yeah. hub that yeah. brings you all of these things that yeah. you can now consume, you know? So, so they it, have the ability to place filters in place. Yeah. Mm. But um, I think at this stage, you as a company have made enough profit to be able to produce this. It's not impossible. Like, no, def- oh, definitely what? have the profit. Yeah. To to it's not this. even about like, the money. Like yeah. they just, that's what I'm saying. They don't want to, they don't want, they to. don't want to like, because they that's are, when okay. they're losing profit yes. now because now you're adding yes. another layer yeah. to it. You yeah. know? Then they actually have to like be ethical. Exactly. You know? And, and that like, comes with I a lot the, of issues. Yeah. A 
a lot of health and safety issues as yeah. well. Because now they have to pay for the, the, the health of these sex workers. Yes. You know, which is insane. Mm. Anyway. But I also think it's, it's a bigger question about sex work and, yeah, and how we consume sex that's work. That's another. And, uh, that's a whole different that's another purpose. conversation. <laughs> we'll be having that. <laughs> we'll be having that conversation. conversation. Hear me out. Who doesn't love a little voyeuristic moment? In the next episode, we share how you can get your freak on without being freaked out. This is a Dairy Media Production.